Hi, I'm Beck, and this is the Be Soulful Podcast, a place where we dive into deep conversations with vulnerability and authenticity to inspire you to ask the more deeper and meaningful questions in your own life. Welcome to today's episode of the Be Soulful Podcast. You might be wondering who I am. I may even sound familiar. I'm Claudia, and I was a guest on the first episode of this podcast with Beck. Today, I've decided to take over the Be Soulful podcast so we can get to know Beck, the host of this podcast, which I'm really excited about. Hey, Beck, how are you today? This is fun. How are you going? <laughs> hey, Cords. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely excited to be here uh, and the host today. So how are you going Oh wow! Oh wow! Well, thanks for um, thanks for hijacking and taking over. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for believing in me. That's the main thing here. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and um, so I've been listening to your podcast. There's some that I still want to listen to, and I find them absolutely amazing. So the people that you have on, the guests that you have on, they're all so inspiring and they all bring something different to the table um, to discuss and different things to think about. So I genuinely love what you're doing with your podcast. I really wanted to ask you first, and I know this is something you ask all your guests as well. Tell us about yourself. Who's Beck? Who's Beck? Yeah. Thanks, Claude. Thank you. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. I'm a bit nasally. Who's Beck? Um, I think... Honestly, a lot of my listeners, probably listeners, a lot of the other guests probably sum this up well, probably still trying to figure out who I am. Um, But I would say right now at the point of journey in my life, I am someone who uh, I'm a deep thinker. I'm an analytical thinker about life and the deeper questions. I like asking the deeper questions of people and of myself um i love laughing i love to have a laugh, a laugh with mates um i love singing i love writing um does that really encompass who i am probably not entirely but um that's my answer <laughs> perfect perfect and i can vouch for those things because i do know you on a personal level beck and you are a deep thinker and you love asking the deep questions. And I do love those attributes. I love that about you because when someone speaks, when someone talks to you, you actually do listen. And uh, you love learning about people and you love hearing about people's stories. So that's definitely a beautiful quality um, of yours that I really enjoy. Because when I talk to you, you definitely listen and you are analytical. You give me wonderful sound advice always and your opinions and I definitely value that so I love that about you Um, and I feel like that's probably ties in it ties in with why you started this podcast but tell us about why you actually started this and how you came about this idea yeah yeah sorry um why did I start the podcast um Well, look, I had a discussion with a friend a few years ago and it resonated so deeply, um, I think, because the work settings that I've worked in on a professional level, like I've been, like yourself, Claude's, have been uh, uh, graced enough to, to meet many different people across many different settings in work and, uh, always found myself, um, always, uh, having conversations based around deeper questions in life. Um, You know, whether I was there on a work setting, um, you know, I always found myself engaging in conversations that were, I don't know, like just people would open up and I genuinely loved it. I learned so much from people and in turn uh, learned about myself and, uh, yeah, a couple of, well, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I was having a discussion with a friend, like I said, and it, it got uh, thrown thrown around as an idea and it just always stuck with me so deeply. And I just thought, you know, I've met so many people um, in my 
you know, working life and uh, found that uh, when I could be vulnerable or when they could be vulnerable, it was almost like, I don't know, something happened and like, how can I explain it? I don't know how to probably articulate it, but there was one instance uh, where um, at the time I was working in a, in a corporate role and I'd gone out to visit this um, uh, director of a major logistics company. And I've never forgotten this because I always remember how it made me feel. And when I was going to visit this director, CEO, I remember feeling really, really nervous. And I remember thinking, God, I I don't know how I've landed in this job. I have no idea, like a bit of that imposter syndrome kind of thing happening. And um, I remember just thinking, oh, I was just doubting myself. And uh, then he called me in and we sat down and, you know, I was there on a work capacity. So, you know, we'll be to be talking about work and um, we probably did anything but that. And I remember what he said to me, he said to me, you know, and I was looking at him like, okay, he's this massive CEO of this, you know, logistics company and, you know, who the, who the hell am I? And, um, and how did I get here? And I remember he, he said to me in that moment, he said, you know, sometimes I wonder, he goes, I don't understand how I've ended up the CEO of this logistics company. And when he said that and made himself vulnerable, like I literally remember thinking, oh, wow, like it's not just me. Like it's not just me who feels that way. You know, I'm looking at this, at this person, you know, this really successful person is what you would deem successful. And he's sitting there telling me that he feels the exact same feelings and yeah, we just had this conversation and I never, ever forgot that. And um, yeah, I mean, along the way, yeah, as you said, I just love, love listening to people and I love it when people give more than just the mask that they show to the world. Um, and I think that, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to share that. I wanted to share that. Absolutely. And you're not scared of sharing, you know, your vulnerabilities. Um, and I feel like a lot of us are. Uh, we just want to show a particular uh, perception of who we are. And um, I feel that people do respond really well to you and you do open up to people and you allow other people to open up in that scenario. So I think people feel safe in your, in your space and that interaction with you. So um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good, uh, it's definitely, you're a good friend to have in that sense. And you're a good friend, a good person to have around to discuss different things. And, um, and like I said, I feel that, yeah, I feel that people don't want to share their vulnerable side uh, because it is, it's scary. It's scary. And, you know, we've all got challenging times in our lives and sometimes we forget um, to just trust and surrender and yeah. to, um, you know, that's where the growth happens. I feel, I feel, um, on this path, I feel when a challenging time comes up, uh, we we choose how we the, we choose the choices um, and how we respond to that as well. Yeah. And um, I feel that within that we can find the answers of of those challenging times, and um, we can grow from that. I feel it's a time to grow. Uh, you know, and like I said, a lot of us have had challenging times in our life, if not all of us. Uh, some of the challenging times in your life, Beck, um, what have they taught you? What's been the pivotal moments in your life that um, have made you shift or made you consider the choices you are making in your life? What's yeah. that look like for you? I think I'll probably... a deep, deep question, I know. No, I, I think these are awesome questions and it's different to be asked it to be on the flip side of it. Um I, look, Claude's, I'm probably still like still on a journey to uncovering that. But, you know, obviously with where I am right now in my life. Um, um, sorry, what was the question again? I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like so challenging times in our life. Uh, and look, a lot of us, I guess, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of shifts, a lot of, a lot yeah. of challenge, challenging times with, um, with what's going on in the world. Um, and they can they can change us they can change us for the good uh or we can sink in a hole and just um you know just sort of give up on life or we can choose to step ahead and learn from from the process because i feel like on this planet we've come here and i feel like it's one big course i feel like there's so many lessons to learn yeah. all the time 
and it's how we respond to that. So what's been some pivotal times in your life from challenging moments? Yeah. What have you learnt? You know, it could be just one or just in general in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. How has it changed you? That's great. Um, shifted you. Shifted me. Um, look, uh, uh, look, I came from a really dysfunctional family, if, I, if I'm, you know, being really honest um, and open. So I kind of grew up with very little self-confidence and self-belief in myself. Um, so um, um, I, I was always someone, even as a child, who had a lot of faith in, um, in, in, in God, I would say. But... Um, as a young child to an adult, to an adolescent, I kind of took all of those insecurities with me in my everyday life. And um, I kind of um, made myself really small and was almost like a bit of a shell of a person. As I said, I didn't have a lot of confidence or self-belief in myself. Um, You know, um, for a long time, I found it really hard to accept compliments anytime someone would compliment me. And I'm talking probably in my, in my twenties here um, and, and early, early teens. Um, I, I found it really hard to accept that people could say nice things about me. So every, anytime someone would compliment me, I would almost automatically reject it and say, no, 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 no. And downplay it. And I felt, I feel like for many, many years, I downplayed myself for many years in, in, in every sense. And it showed up in, um, relationships in my work. And I felt like, um, it was just, uh, it was just a, um, just having no confidence, um, and belief in myself. Um, last year, um, I would say, I mean, and, and obviously over the years, as I kind of, you know, got into my early thirties, that, that started to get better. And I started to do some self-work that, 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 uh, that, that helped with improving that. Um, but um, I mean, it's still always there, but last year for me um, was probably really pivotal in the sense that um, the person I thought I had to be and even the person um, I was to a degree um, was not who I was. (laughs) And I don't know if that makes sense um, because I feel like so much of myself was shaped by the outside world and what the feedback was from the outside world. So from what I was reading, seeing images, what was blasted all around me my whole life, what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. And um, last year that all changed for me that all changed. And I just wanted to live a life being really authentic in myself. Um, So I'd probably say, it's probably, I'm probably, you know, it's a really long winded way of me saying that I think um, embracing every part of yourself, like the good and the bad, um, you know, embracing the challenges and just not, not being afraid to, to, to say like sometimes your life gets a bit shit and um, like, we don't Mm. always have to be, we don't always have to be put together. That that's probably been the biggest thing and that it's okay to live a life that maybe no one else understands. Um, And that, uh, Mm. yeah, just, just to embrace who you are. Cause that's, that's how I feel over the past couple of years have been for me. Many things have changed for me. Um, The person I Mm. probably thought I was is, is not who I was. The person I thought I was prior, I think was just someone who showed up as the feedback they got from the world, who I thought I had to be, but it's not yeah. who I am. So I think just, just really embracing who you are and, and understanding that. Cause sometimes we think we know who, we, who we are. <laughs> and then sometimes that can just get really flipped on its head until you really have to meet yourself. And um, yes, you, you, yes. you realize that who you thought you were, you actually are not, and you're much, much more than that. So that's a long-winded yes. answer, I know, but that's probably my answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. And I can totally relate, totally relate, because I feel that um, it's quite similar with myself. And it's just about unlayering all what, you know, what society's put on you, yeah. um, what your parents put on you, what school put on you, yeah. and, um, workplace, things like that. So it's just about... Um, coming back to your true self and your authentic self and trying to align with that in the outside world. And sometimes people don't get it. 
and yeah sometimes yeah. you lose people on the way and and then you may gain people on your journey which is part of part of life and it's it's a really cool journey if we just allow and we just live to our authentic selves as much as we can in a place of love i guess yes, and, um, yes. yeah i can totally relate yeah yes. and i think that that's and a big sorry go on quads <laughs> no no go for it go for it go no, and, I, and you're right, and it is and it is coming from a place of love because I think like because like we're, we're ourselves every day, but sometimes I think I think the blessing that came out of you know this whole situation with what's happening in the world um, has mm-hmm. been the ability to be able to stop, um, and I, I felt yeah. like for you know, and I know for many of us, it's like constantly running on that hamster wheel you know when you're working like you're so busy with so many things um being thrown at you in any one day and and I'm not even a parent so I can't imagine how it is even for parents who have to expel so much of themselves but I think um last year we were all forced to to stop and really sit with ourselves um and I think in that time for me personally was actually yeah, realizing who, who I am, what I want, what I don't want, what really, al- what really aligns with me, not what the world tells me should align with me. Um, what yes. I really stand for the people I really want to keep close to me. And um, that mm. was all flipped on its head. And yeah, you're right, Claude. Sometimes along the way you do, you um, connections that were once really, really strong um, are no longer that way because it's, it's changed. Mm. It's changed for you. And it's not that you don't love those mm. people. You're just not that same person anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I feel like there's been a lot of shifts back, to be honest, around me and just by speaking to people, even people I don't know, I feel that they've, there's been a lot of shifts within people and a lot of realisations and things have come to the surface and it's made people, like you said, it's made people just stop and just rethink and change their decisions and their choices in their life, um, you know, conscious choices. So I've definitely felt it and I've definitely felt there's, you know, there's people that may live in fear, I guess, uh, at the moment and there's people that are living in a place of love. And, um, and I experience it every day. It's like, it's, it's real black and white. Um, you know, like going to the supermarket and experiencing really angry people, really fearful yeah. people, and then experiencing yeah. people that coming from a place of love and <laughs> happiness and joy and things like that. So it's like, it's more obvious now I feel these days, yeah. uh, just by stepping out and seeing that. Um, and it's all about choice. It's all about how you're going to, uh, you know, are you going to exude fear or, or love? So it, it's definitely a choice I feel and it's a conscious choice. So it's up to us to make that choice. Do you yes. agree? Oh, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. agree more. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a conscious choice. But I think also sometimes, um, like I'll talk from my own experience, sometimes when I've, sometimes we kind of also have to let things happen organically too, Um Um, and and what I mean by that is sometimes when I've been, when I've been in a space of maybe like some emotional pain or, you know, something's happening in life that that I'm I'm really not happy with, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing things could go another way, but they're kind of going one way. And I think sometimes the best things you can do in in those moments really is to surrender even to the things that don't feel good. Cause I think sometimes, and again, I'm talking about myself here that when things have really not been going the way I have wanted, I've fought really hard against it and tried everything I could to get out of that pain or to push, 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 push it into something else, push it into the way that I want to go. And what I've really learned is you actually can't do that. You do actually have to just take your hands off and just surrender and just go, I have to let it, whatever's happening in life, emotionally, metaphorically, physically, whatever's, I have to let it run its course, the good and the bad. And even in the bad, like there, there is a lot of positives that we can take away from that um, as hard as it is when we're going through the motions. Um, so, yeah, sometimes yeah. you do, you have to let things happen, happen organically. Even the growth that we have will happen organically when it's meant to happen as well. So, 
and growth definitely happens in challenging times. Yeah. You know, it can't always be happy, happy, happy rainbows. I mean, this is this is a time when there is growth within ourselves is when we take we, we take the time to say, okay, what's the lesson in this and what can I take from it and what did I learn about myself and about that's this situation? Right. And I feel that that's, that's a massive shift for people um, and it can change everything. It can change everything. So how we respond um, to, yes. to things, especially the harder times. Um, so, yeah, definitely I agree with you, Beck. Um, what, yeah, and the challenging times that come about, Beck, for, for yourself, what have you learnt in the most challenging times uh, what have you learnt about yourself? Oh my gosh, oh. I feel like that's just so hard to to, to sum up. But I think um, I, I would probably say um, to surrender, because I've found that whenever yeah. I've been in a challenging time and I've tried to force push against it, push against it, push against it, I've ended up kind of digging my hole a lot deeper, <laughs> and I feel like yeah. it, it ends up causing me more pain. Like. So I think one of the biggest things is like whatever's happening, like really let go, just let go, let go of the, mm. the worry. And I know this is easier said than done. And I've mm. had to really put this into practice that you've got to let go. You've got to let go in those challenging times, hard times, just, mm. just let go, you know, whatever it is you're thinking about yourself, other people, whatever's going on, just, mm. just let go. Like you got to surrender. Yeah. 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 And just, just loving ourselves, just loving ourselves and just taking care of ourselves. Um, I think we forget that sometimes. And how, yes. how do you find centre, especially now with Christmas around the corner, Beck? Like everyone's freaking out at the moment because everyone's really time poor. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to get things done. You know, Christmas yes. is coming. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah. What, what do you do to find that centre and that balance to bring that power back to, you know, to yourself, yeah. within yourself? What, what, what sort of things can you suggest for the listeners out there? Yeah. Well, look, I, I pray, I pray and whatever that looks like for you, you can find a way to do that. Um, I, I pray, um, I journal. Um, last night I went for a walk on the beach just by myself um, just to be, I just suddenly have this urge. I just wanted to be, and it's, it doesn't happen often, but I have this overwhelming urge. I just wanted to be near the water. <laughs> so I just went yeah, by myself perfect. and just wanted to be with the water. And when you're by yourself and don't put your earphones in where you're listening to something like just be present mm. with the sound, be present with the sound, be present with the sand that you're walking on, that your feet are slightly sinking into and you might be out of breath because it's really hard to walk in sand, <laughs> but like, those little things yeah. like, like just, just being present, like in that moment and listening to those waves, like just sit, just sit, sit and be mm. present, sit and be present. Mm. And being present is, 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 is a mental thing. Like when you're at the beach, mm. focus on what you're doing. Well, whatever, you don't have to be at the beach. You could be doing anything. Just focus on what you're doing. If yeah. you're drinking a cup of tea, you're picking up the cup, you're drinking the tea. Don't think that you're you know, miles ahead. Oh, I've got to get dinner on. What am I going to cook for dinner? Oh God, I've got to do this tomorrow. Like just, just be present, be present and centered with yourself. Um, and it's hard to do, I know, and I've struggled (laughs) with it myself, but in those moments, yeah, if I just focus on what I'm doing to be present, I find it brings me back to a place of, of, of calm and I'm with my body because sometimes like these days with, with people being so busy again, like our bodies are here, but our minds have raced. Like our minds are gone. They're not even in our body. It's, it's you know, it's halfway up the freeway yeah. because we're, we're thinking of everything yeah. else we've got to do next. So, yeah, that would yeah. probably be my, my best thing to, to, to be centred and, and I've had to put that in practice my, myself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too, Beck. me too. You know what I used to be like and I was, <laughs> yeah, like just a mess. <laughs> I was like a... No, you were not a mess. I was... Yeah, well, look, I'm much better now. I, I, yeah, I agree. Grounding, being in the present moment, um, being with your breath, uh, yeah, getting outside is great. I love that. Yes. Journaling, yes, meditation, all those things. Like you just need to slow down, just be with yourself and just with your breath. Absolutely agree. Yeah, you just need to slow. You just need to slow. You just need to sl- just slow, just just be. And I know like some people might be listening, especially if you've got kids. I know that's hard. I don't have kids yet. You've had kids, Claude, and that must be hard. Like, 
when, if you have yeah. kids, right? It's hard. To, yeah. I mean, you know what it's like for listeners who have kids. It's challenging. Yeah, it's, it's definitely challenging. Yeah, you can't even go to the toilet without the, without them asking where, <laughs> you know, where something is. Like it was, yeah, it, it's full on. It's definitely full on. So now that they're older, it's definitely easier for me um, and I get that time to myself. So, yeah, it is challenging when you've got little kids. Yeah. to get some, you know, alone time. So <laughs> you've got to fit it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fit it in. You've got to make it a priority. Even if you are a mum, if there are mums listening, fit in that alone time. Even I, heard something, I heard something recently which really struck a chord with me and it was we belong to what we long for, which I really, really liked. Oh, we belong to what we long for. Yeah. And I really liked that. I thought I've got to write it down. And that's my next question for you. What do you want out of life? What do you long for in life? What do you belong to? So what touches your heart? Yeah. Well, if, I, if I'm really honest, what do I long for? I've kind of, that's kind of really changed for me. If you'd asked me this question three years ago, I would have told you all the things that I was aspiring or wanted to do and wanted to be. And, like, <laughs> and we still, I still have some of that. What I long for these days, I actually don't know. I actually, not that I don't know, I kind of don't get too caught up in that anymore. I really, I really don't. Like, of course there's, there's things that I want to do and, um, you know, want to achieve, but it's like, um, I don't know. I don't, that's not part of, like if things happen, they happen. If they don't, then you learn to accept those things too. Um, it's, it's more like what touches your heart. What I yeah. meant was what makes you happy. What makes your heart sink? Okay. What, what, what does your heart long for? That's what I mean um, in that sense. What does my heart long for? Um, I, I love, I love singing. I love singing. Um, yes. And I, I um, yeah, that, 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 that's my heart. I feel like it, it, it's a universal language. I probably don't, don't share it enough, but um, I love singing um, and I, I love writing. I love writing and I love, I love the podcast. Mm. I love having this podcast. I love sitting down with people and hearing their stories and, and, and putting it out in the ether. And I don't care if one or two people listen. I think it's fantastic. I, 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 I love yes. people. I love, I'm a deep lover of people too. I do love people. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Bec. Yeah. No, and it's, it's true. I, I get to see it in interaction with people and I know you love singing and you love <laughs> writing. That's your, that's your passion. That's when your heart sings. So it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's and really I'm a talker nice. and we, I'm a talker. We, <laughs> I'm a talker. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. You are, you're a talker and you always allow people to, to have their say and their opinion. So I, um, I find that very respectful and very, it's valuable. So Thank it's you. great. I think those attributes are wonderful. Yeah. And I do. And I, as you know, Claude, I, pe- people that I'm close to, I do send little snippets every now and then of songs. Like if I'm thinking of a song and I think of a person, I'll record it on my phone yeah. and I'll send it to like people I'm close to. I know you've, you've had a few. <laughs> yes. I really enjoyed it. And I love that you share that. Definitely. I think maybe you should start singing on the podcast at the start or at the end of the podcast. Yeah. I think Oprah did that once on her, on her show. It didn't, didn't go too well. She decided to sing her intro and, yeah, didn't, didn't didn't work out for her. Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know there you go. <laughs> uh, you spoke about your upbringing and the the um the you know the low self esteem, which I can relate to as well. Yeah, the confidence and all those sort of things. What would you say to your eighteen year old self? if if she was standing in front of you now what words of wisdom advice would you give her yeah great great question claudes um wow and i I, it's funny because i i was actually um the the professional role that i was working in um recently I, i feel like that role actually really helped me heal a part of um my adolescence and um, I feel like because I was actually working with adolescents and I was able to look at myself through completely different eyes as an adult, working with adolescents and reflecting on myself. And um, I really would just say, like, you are worthy. You're worthy and you're not worthy based on anything external to you. You're worthy because of the person you are. Um, that's what I really would say. So yeah, that's, that's what I would say to her because, um, yeah, as I said, 
didn't grow up with much confidence. I also, um, you know, I come from a, my background is a mixed background as well. And I grew up in a very, in a very um, Anglo-Saxon uh, neighborhood when I was growing up. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I suffered racism, but I always felt like I didn't belong. I always culturally, I came from a, a diverse, a mixed background in my, in my home. So I kind of, I always felt like I never really belonged. There was no one who I, I just didn't ever feel like I belonged, um, you know, with a certain group or with a certain race or so, yeah, I just didn't, you know, and as I said, like, you know, like I, I grew up in a very Anglo-Saxon neighborhood and sometimes the experiences weren't great. And uh, I always mm. felt like an outsider at school. Um, you know, everyone looked a certain way and, you know, I didn't, I had like massive frizzy curly hair, which like none of the girls had, they all had like straight, straight, mm. perfect hair. And I didn't, and I just, yeah, I didn't, I never felt like I fitted in. Um, and, um, yeah, so I, I, I would say that, yeah, like you're worthy and your, your worth, your worth is not based on any, any, anything, anything external. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I can relate to that. Can you I can relate to that? Relate. I wanted to be called. Yeah. I, yeah, I was, yeah, again, I, um, European background and, um, I yeah I wanted to be called Kylie I <laughs> wanted to I just didn't feel like I fit in either so <laughs> I can totally relate I wanted my name to Kylie I asked my mum why she didn't call me Kylie and yeah um so I totally get it I totally get it I reckon, and I, reckon I mean now know. it's changed so much you, you are a bit hey? of a Kylie I could see you as a Kylie I could yeah you know <laughs> I definitely definitely could be a Kylie um <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, love it. Um, so yeah, now, now I forgot what I was going to say. No, um, so you but, can relate. You can relate to yeah. that chords. You can relate. Yeah, I can definitely relate. And, but I feel like it's definitely changed. I feel like it's definitely changed. Yes. And I just, I love people for their quirks and their uniqueness. Like I just love it. And I don't, yeah. I don't like bland anymore. You know, and I can't what do you I mean? To be bland. What do you mean? You don't like bland? Kylie's bland. Not that Kylie, Kylie's were bland, Kylie. but now like you embrace people with big frizzy hair and afros yeah. and you embrace people with different colour skin and you embrace, you know, people from different backgrounds and if they've got an accent, like, oh, I find it really exciting. Like I love all the quirks and I love the weird people. And, you know, the nerds are the coolest. I mean, they're the ones that know everything. And <laughs> like it was just different, <laughs> actually, wasn't it? Yeah, no, you're right. So, you're absolutely right. And I feel like the younger generation, this like this generation now, like the, the teenagers now, yes. Honestly, I have learned so much from them and I honestly was yeah. so honored to work with them. Um, looking at them, yeah. you know, anyone out there who says, oh, teenagers are this or that. No, I'm sorry. You need to go and work with some of these young yeah. people because they truly are amazing. And it, it was like the greatest honor of my life to work with them. And they taught me so much. They taught me so much about myself, honestly. Like I just looked at them in awe. I'm like, oh, these kids are amazing. Like I did not have that level of understanding the way some of the, some of them do like it's just incredible yeah. so yeah you're right yeah. and I feel like yeah. it has changed I feel like it has it has definitely changed and you know and now I'm very proud of my my background I'm very proud to, to mm. be you know once upon a time I was like you know I'm half this half that but I'm mm. I'm very proud of it I'm very proud of my what I am so yeah yeah you're right yeah, I love it I love it I love all the different cultures and the backgrounds and there's just so much to learn from people so much everyone's got their story and and yeah that's where you come in and you've always been very welcoming with people and you allow people to open up without judgment and it's it's beautiful it's it's a really beautiful quality to have like I said I keep saying it um and look I love your laugh you love having a laugh as well um I know that we love our um silly (laughs) movies that maybe some people wouldn't get and um, we have a good laugh and you've got a fantastic laugh. Like you can hear your laugh from, from down the street. You hear your laugh first. And we've had some really good laughs together. Um, so there was, there was one time that we worked together, Beck, and I'm going to tell people. Um, yeah, tell so it was a really funny moment. We were at a very important business networking event in the city and there were some high-end uh, people in roles, such as CEOs and <clears throat> things like that. And we were drinking 
we were we were drinking uh, water or whatever else, soft drinks, and I proceeded to tell a funny story um, that Beck asked me to start sharing. And when I started sharing this story, uh, Beck took a gulp of, of water and I think it was at wine that moment actually. She, yeah. It was wine and you started laughing and you sprayed all the wine in your mouth on the guy opposite you on his crotch. And he was wearing light beige pants and <laughs> I <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. I will never forget that moment. I still laugh about it. And you were mortified and everybody else was laughing. And the poor guy, you didn't know whether to dry off his crotch or whether just to, just to leave it. So <laughs> it was such a funny moment. And we just, we, we keep laughing about it. And it happened probably, it was some years ago. Um, it was, <laughs> Oh, I do. That, it was hilarious. Uh, that you're right. I, I just you've just reminded me of that. We were it was it was a corporate setting. I remember it was um it was in the city. We were in this really fa- I can't, we were yeah. somewhere really fancy, and it we were schmoozing. Town hall, Melbourne Town Hall. The Melbourne Town Hall. That's yeah, right. <laughs> we were we were up on the balcony because it was like a it was quite a warm like I think spring or summer evening. It that's was, right. It was and, a warm spring night. It was, it was a warm spring night. And um, we were we were schmoozing as we did as we had to do in in, in that particular yeah. role. And um, yeah. and um, yeah, I remember you um, you you told this um, this funny story, and I knew, I knew the story. And yeah, as you said it. I just remember the wine just splurting out of my mouth like a, like a sprinkler, like a sprinkler all over this. And I just remember our CEO was standing not too far away and I was like, oh, my Lord, this is, this is not good. But we were mortified and I just couldn't stop laughing. I started snorting as well. Yeah. Just to make matters worse, I started yeah. snorting because when I laugh a lot, I snort. So, so the funny times are... I just love the funny times. Like, so I just wanted to bring that up. So I wanted to share that with everyone, but yeah, it was, it was hilarious. So, <laughs> um, so Beck, what, what some of your moments or what's one moment that you're really proud of yourself that you can share that, that you can stand in your power and say, you know what, I'm really proud of, of me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's probably not a moment that like would be extremely significant, um, like really uh, what you might deem as like, I don't know, like a really significant moment. But for me personally, it was when I finished year 12, when mm-hmm. I finished my VCE and finished year 12. Um, I had some really challenging times um, at that, at that age. And um, um, I, oh, it's, it's so hard to, to, to share, but you know, my podcast is about being vulnerable. So I'm going to be vulnerable. Um, I found myself in a position that when I was completing year 12, um, I had to do that completely on my own. Um, I was, um, I was living by myself. Um, I was a, you know, a young person getting myself up every day, getting myself to school and had to persevere through that, um, so when I remember when I was at my year 12 graduation and I walked up on stage, um, and received that certificate, it's probably one of the proudest moments I've, I've ever, ever had in my life because, I love that. um, I love that. I, yeah, as, uh, as I said, I didn't have much self-belief, but in that moment it was such a, um, and I've never forgotten it. I've never forgotten how I felt, um, on that evening when I walked up on stage and I, you know, was handed my certificate mm-hmm. and, uh, it always stayed with me. And looking back now as an adult, you know, like we're fine now, but mm-hmm. looking back, it was, it was a really hard time. And I think more so working with <laughs> having worked with young people, um, mm-hmm. now and looking back, I think, wow, that, that was this is something to be proud of, something to be really proud of. And I've never forgotten, mm-hmm. you know, walking up there and collecting that certificate. And it wasn't about the certificate. It was all of the moments behind that, you know, tears, um, but having to get through that by the grace of God, um, guiding me and helping me through, through those moments. So that, that's probably, um, something personally within me that I, I, I feel, I feel very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thanks for sharing. And you should be proud of that moment because I do know, uh, some of your life journey and, um, I know it was challenging for you and, um, you did it. And you should be proud of yourself. So, and and you should be proud of who you are today. And um, 
in the places and the challenging times that you've been and that you've persevered and come through. So it's, it's beautiful, Beck. It's beautiful. And um, yeah, life, life isn't always easy. And it's, it's, it's a big fat course that, that, you know, we get thrown into. (laughs) It's a big fat, it is a big course. You're right. No, you're right. But you know what? Like, honestly, like I look back now and I think to myself, you know what? Like maybe if I didn't have those challenging times, I wouldn't have been so independent. Um, you know, and yeah. that's not to say that I didn't have Perfect. a family who loved me. Yeah, I did. I did have a family who who, who loves me, but mm. just due to circumstances mm. and things happening, um, that's just where where my circumstances were. Um, and for people who know me, who will listen, who are listening, will will understand. But um, but out of those challenges, you know, sometimes I think, God, if I wasn't forced into that, like maybe I wouldn't be independent. Maybe I'd be like a really yeah. I don't know, not independent yeah. at all, but because of those yeah. circumstances, yeah. it's a real positive thing because it, it, it made me, I had no other choice. I had to be. So that's the positives that come mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And as we said, with the challenging times, it's all, it all serves a purpose, doesn't it? It can sometimes they don't make sense at the time, but in hindsight, you look back and you say, wow, okay, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. That had to happen yes. because of this and this and this. Otherwise, I wouldn't have learnt. And, um, again, this is what we were talking about earlier yeah. is, is about that's when the growth happens. And yeah. it's, it's, it's beautiful. Life's beautiful when you can look back and learn from something and, and give yourself a pat on the back like, like you have and, and say, you know what, I'm really proud of myself yeah. and I love me and I really love me. So, yeah, that's right. It's beautiful. But, for it's all beautiful. of us for all of us. And I think anyone who goes through a challenging time, I, I find that we, we often have, um, you know, and everyone goes through a challenging time, but people who've been through like some of the most, like even people who've been through more challenging times than I have, um, cause we can always find someone who has been through more challenging times. I find their capacity to really, um, connect and love people is, 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 is really great. And what they give to people is really mm. great. I find people who've experienced really, really deep challenges in their life, um, who've had to maybe rely on themselves or not had, you know, certain things in their life growing up. They've, they have such a great capacity to love and really care for others too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I yeah. love it. There's so much to learn in this life. There's so much to learn. And uh, the world's an interesting place. <laughs> I feel like a philosopher now. <laughs> you are. You... <laughs> Sorry. I'll just stop. I'll just stop and stop throwing these phrases day. at, um, at the people. Not a long day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but it is. And the world's really interesting at the moment. I know we keep, we keep saying that. But there's so much that's happening around me and the people yeah. around me, Beck, that Can you share I'm some of that finding... Share some of it. Oh. What are you finding? Look, there's a lot happening in my life, which I will share one day with you if you want to invite me back on the podcast. Um, yeah, I'd love to. Happening. There's a lot happening with people around me. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of shifts happening in relationships uh, within yeah. themselves. So within yeah. when changes happen within, within yourself, then... What happens is on the outside, things start to shift in, in the physical matter of where you are, um, in your physical space and the people around you. So things start changing and I've spoken to a lot of people of late and I found that a lot of people are going through very similar shifts and I'm finding it really interesting uh, because it's not just me. And I know that you're going through um, some some shifts as well, which yeah. have been positive yeah. and, and for myself. Yeah. Um, so I'm finding the people around me are a lot of relationship shifts. So shifts within themselves and moving away from relationships, whether it be um, their partners, whether it be friends and um, making the decision to step away yes. and going another on another path. Yes. And it's huge. Like it's massive changes. Uh, and I don't know, are you finding similar things? So things that are happening around you, people yeah. around you that you've spoken to? Yeah, abs- absolutely, Claude. Abs- absolutely. I think, um, and again, these are only my personal opinions for anyone listening um, who may not agree. Again, they're just my personal views. Um, I think with all of the negative that's fed to us, you know, and my platform, this podcast is not political so I'm not even going to go there but I think what we what is what has been fed to us through um through media 
has been a lot of fear has been, has driven a lot of fear into people. And I think um, there's people who have, you know, by no fault of their own um, have in a sense, maybe bought so deeply into the fear because that's their world. That's what they know. And I seem to find that there's another group of people who it's almost like they've had like a veil tied to their face and they've ripped that Mm -hmm. veil off and suddenly everything has become new for them. And they've seen life from a completely different perspective in ways that they've never seen before. They view themselves differently. I think people who have had major shifts in their life have come to realize their own worth um, Mm -hmm. and have come to learn how to put themselves first and even how to love themselves Um, and that realizing it's okay to say no, it's okay for you to say no and that you don't always have to be worried about other people's opinions about you. Um, and I feel like that, that, that's my experience. I feel like there's been almost like there's, you know, not, not that I'm separating people or making segregation, but I feel like from my perspective, there's been two, two types of like things happening like what do you think do you think it's been the same yeah yeah I I absolutely agree Beck and as I said earlier I've been experiencing it at uh, like let's say supermarkets or Mm. bank or things like that so I've been noticing some people are just 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 being really consumed with fear and anger and fury and I saw an incident the other day at the supermarket and there was a man at the register and a woman was standing behind him and he turned around and he almost hit her in the face the way he flinged his hand at her. And he said to her really rudely, get the F away from me. Don't you know what social distancing is? Um, Et cetera, et cetera. And she was mortified and um, she was really embarrassed. And she, um, I noticed that she came from a place of love and she didn't, she didn't reciprocate in a way that was aggression. So she didn't meet fear with fear. She just, um, she sort of stepped back and she gave him gave him gave him love <laughs> yeah and I I went up to her and I touched her on the arm and I said are you okay and she said she had tears in her eyes and she said oh I'm okay but she said thank you so much for checking on me yeah. and um, she said I really appreciate it and she yeah. said and I, I could sense that she was quite upset with what had happened mm-hmm. and taken place yeah. and I just it just reminded me that um, we just need to be a little bit more compassionate and considerate in this time and um, we just need to spread some more love and I know I sound woo-woo whatever no, you don't. I just let's just be a little bit more considerate and, and come from a place of love and um, because you know we're all we're all going through a bit of hard time at the moment what's been yes. happening but um yes. it's just a reminder to um just share share some love around and yeah like you said Beck um I feel yeah some people consume with fear and um that's that's their journey I get it um but just a reminder to just yeah let's let's all come from a better place yeah. <laughs> a place of compassion and love no, that's a great reminder that's a that's such a thanks for sharing that Claude because you're yeah and I, and I feel like you know with what's happening in the world there's still people also fighting silent battles that we know nothing about like and I know that's like cliche yes, we hear, but there are like that you know like there are still people like your neighbors who live next door to you. Like you have no idea like what is, what's going on for them or what's going on for people or maybe even going on for mm. your friends who maybe you don't speak to. Like everyone is going mm. through something silent that they don't talk about. And yeah, like not, nothing. And it, it's really hard. Like, so hats off to that lady. Cause it's really hard. Like when you're faced with aggression, our natural, mm. our natural human response is to come at that mm. with, with aggression or defensiveness, mm. but it really takes yes. a moment to realize that this poor man like that poor man who was aggressive I'm not condoning his behavior but he must be mm-hmm. feeling so fearful that he that something will happen to him mm-hmm. that he's reacting mm-hmm. that way and that's really sad too that's really yeah. sad too yeah yeah and that's a good that's another good point Beck and it's a coming from a place of understanding and um yeah uh, I just yeah I agree it's just coming from a place of understanding and um yeah let's just let's just be nice to each other yeah um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a hard slog, Um, but yeah, I feel um, let's just let's just hope. I have faith that things will get better, 
And, um, you know, and I look, I've met a lot of wonderful people on this journey as well, Beck, that, um, uh, you know, have been wonderful. They come from a beautiful place and I've learned a lot from people in this time as well. Um, so there's a lot of, lot of positives to take from this yeah. um, as hard and challenging as it has been. Yeah, um, there's been some good things that have come out of it and um, as hard as that may be, uh, for some people to hear, uh, I feel that, um, again, I feel like this has been a theme of challenging times and growth <laughs> through this podcast that we've done. But um, in yeah. a sense, let's look back and see what we've learned from uh, w- what we've learned from this time. I think yeah. maybe that's, that's some of the theme. But, but you know, what's really, what's, you know, what's really funny, Cords, is that um, even through all the episodes on this podcast, I find that so unintentionally the theme with almost most of the guests has been about them also breaking away from the conventional society expectations. Um, Almost every guest I have had has in some way brought forth their journey and how they have broken away. Um, And I had one guest on who said, it's, it's just stuck in my head. She goes, the less conventional I become, the happier I am. Yeah. So mm. the less mm. conventional, yes. the less conventional yes. I become, the happier I am. And yes. I thought, oh my God, that's, that's yes. so true. So it's almost been a theme. So I think it ties in really well. It seems to have been a theme like so unintentionally, like with all the guests that have gravitated mm. towards this and have been on. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Yeah. Nicely. Yeah. I love it. And I feel like it's been, yeah. And I've listened to your podcast. I've got to, there's some more I've got to catch up with and I love them. (laughs) And I feel that yes, you're spot on. It's about exploring a more authentic relationship with ourselves. Yeah. Exploring a more authentic relationship with, with, with me, with, with, with us, with, with with ourselves. It's, it's beautiful. Like let's, let's focus on that. You know, let's love ourselves. Let's explore and find out who we really, really are. I mean, I think that's really cool. I do. I do. And I just really, I just want to, I just want to quickly add on that. I think you and I, I have to just share this. We shared a really great, I'm laughing already. We shared a really great experience. I'm going to let you tell, tell it too. We actually went to like a mass event, a Tony Robbins event, and we walked on fire. We walked on fire. Yes. (laughs) I reckon like that. That's a proud moment. That that was a really proud, that was another proud moment. Yeah. That was a really proud moment. Yeah. I remember we did that. So it's like, I don't know why I brought that up, but I think it's like, oh, I think yeah. it was a pivotal time for both of us. Yeah, I think it was. I, I do. It was a three day, three, was it three days? Three day yeah, three, seminar. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Intense, super intense. <laughs> and anyone that knows Tony Robbins, he's just, he's full on and he does not hold back. And <laughs> it was a pivotal time for both of us. I feel, yeah. I feel it was very it intense. It really was. Uh, yeah. And I feel that we learned a lot about ourselves. I feel that it was a start of a journey for both of us. Absolutely. And it was, um, I would recommend that for anybody listening, uh, check Tony Robbins out if you don't know who he is. Yes, he's full on. Uh, yes, he's intense. <laughs> All of and, the above. And I think we made a really snap decision, didn't we? We were just like, I think yes. we were both at a point where we were just, let's just say it, we weren't quite happy with, with certain things in yeah. our lives. Yeah, we'll and we, we, yeah. we didn't, we just were like, I, I need something more of myself. And I remember we were both like, mm. we went to, I think it was a, a, some sort of briefing session or information session. And we just kind of decided, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And we just, we just did it. We didn't think about it too much. We were kind of, let's just do it. And we did it. And then when we got there, we realized, yeah. God, have we yeah. made the right yeah. decision? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We totally allowed <laughs> and we totally were open up to being guided. And we were guided towards Tony yeah. Robbins. So yeah. <laughs> that's we, what I believe. <laughs> And I think, and I, and yeah, and I just remember thinking, oh my God, like I remember we, we, we turned up with our suitcases at this event with thousands and thousands of people and we met the most amazing people. And I, and it was just so funny that um, I actually met. So I ended up coming back and um, working with a guitarist um, who I did some music with. And yeah. I met him through a contact right. at that event in Sydney and he lived up the right, like it was just, That's amazing. Un- it was just uncanny, you know? And I did, I, I did some work with that him for fantastic. a while on music and I feel like that was meant to happen. Like it was like, yeah. it, 
I, it helped me grow in my confidence with, with my music and things. it was just, it was just incredible. And we walked on fire yeah. and you had an amazing time too. You, yeah, it was just, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was a fantastic one. And I really would love to do another one of his events or Dr. Joe Dispenza. If anyone doesn't know Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, he's a, an amazing, an amazing uh, guy that speaks about um, quantum uh, quantum energy healing yeah. within yourself, healing yourself. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> check check it out. I think you you follow him too, don't you, Beth? Yeah. Dr. Joe yeah. Dispenza? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. Beth, what sort of, what's, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what sort of books do you like reading? What sort of books do you find yourself uh, reading more so? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to talk about a book that I, I read um, and I've, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it for the second time. Um, it's David Goggins um, and his book is called Can't Hurt Me. Um, I bought this book last year and I have read it twice. I'm now reading it for the second time. Anyone who oh, okay. Okay. anyone who thinks that they've had a challenging time in life and can't overcome come it, mm. you need to read David Goggins' book. He was a he was a Navy SEAL. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I don't I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, all I'll say is that anyone mm. who thinks that they've had adversity and challenges in their life, well, read that book and you will rethink mm. all of that. And you will then rethink success. <laughs> And you will also then rethink, um, yeah, um, what what hard really is, and what um, yeah, and also that he he's the theme in his book is also, and that's not for everyone um, because he deliberately puts himself through suffering, he deliberately put himself through suffering, mm-hmm. and there's the yeah, it's 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 a bit hard to summarize, but yeah, that's that's the book I'm reading. So mm-hmm. I love I love anything self-help. I love health. I love learning and reading about health. So yeah, if I could recommend one book, mm-hmm. David Goggins can't hurt me, get that book and read it. It's okay. yeah, li- it's life-changing, life-changing. Excellent. Goggins, it's G-O-G-G-I-N-S, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a very, very amazing human being. Very, lives a very simple life. You know, he's not on social media. He only is because he has to be but he doesn't manage it himself. He's yeah. Read that book. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I know you've mentioned that before and yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza's got uh, some really good books out as well that changed, changed a lot of my thinking as well. So okay. he's another one that's really, really Great. good. Yeah. But Great. yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add there or anything else you'd like to say? Um, I think we've had a really good chat. I think we've had a great chat. Um, no, that's it. I mean, you've, you've hijacked, you've hijacked me and um, you've hijacked it so well. So thank you. Well, I, I put in a few uh, philosopher um, moments there. So I think I did okay. <laughs> some one-liners. And... I feel like people might listen to this and not quite understand our humour. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> oh, look, I think we've held back. I think, look, there's one thing about Beck and I when we're together, we do laugh at just really silly things and then we can't stop laughing. So I think we're, we're very sarcastic and we're very lovingly sarcastic towards each other, which I love so much. Yes. I live. Yes. That, and we've got a side. very open relationship. Um, <laughs> and when I say open, I don't mean that we go with other people and <laughs> like we've got an open, we're very open with each other. We're very direct with each other. We're very honest. Yeah. And I value our friendship immensely. Um, so Beck, thanks. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed having this chat with you. Thank lot. you. It's I just been, want to, and, and I want to say thank you to you as well because, um, yeah, I think, and you know what I also think? I think in, in the time of growth that we're talking about, I feel like you and I have also had such a, a beautiful growth in our connection as well. Um, yes. It's become yes. very, uh, I would say deep, deep, a real true mm-hmm. connection. And I feel like yeah. you and I yeah. can say um, anything to each other, even the, even the, even, even the not so good things. And you always, yeah, but you do, you always hear me. You always, you always hear me with compassion and with love. And I do, I, we do the same for each other. So, and I really value that. I yeah. really value that sometimes you, and you're always happy to, to, to hear even the not good things that, you know, I may, I may have to say, and you'll, you'll always hear it. You'll, you'll never, yeah, I just, and I appreciate that so much. And I think, you know, 
anyone listening, you might be going through relationship changes too, like with your friendships for the better. And yeah, I feel like this, this has been one of them. So I'm grateful for that too. Thank you so much, Beck. I, I, you know how I feel about you. I adore you. So thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, keep bringing the love with this podcast yep. because you're doing a fantastic job and the guests are amazing. And I honestly love what you're doing. I'm super proud of what you're doing. So well done, Beck. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Claude. Thank you so much.